It is the earthquaking, pillar shaking, podcast listening, leader of the Meat Pop Express, Big Trouble, Ben Bishop. And get ready to get ready, folks, because you are tuned in to the fastest growing professional wrestling podcast in the world, the Three Count Podcast. everybody to another great edition of the three count podcast now entering the ring i'm your host clifford red dog miller and we're gonna go down the roster introducing first you guys know her because she's only been on a couple episodes she's all of almost five foot tall she just graduated third grade today so give it up for the one kira Akeki. <laughs> Next up on the roster, you know him as the Napster. He is the one who sleeps all the time. He's only on this show because he loves Cultaholics, what culture wrestling, and wrestle talk. His favorite person is Holly Davis. Give it up for JJ. Uh, first off, I'd like to take the sidewalk and see here on the show. You guys know him because he's only classy when he has to be. He is the man known as Damien, the super villain. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and last but not least, he's the man. He has defeated coronavirus over 30,000 million times. He has beaten every kind of bear there is in the world to include your favorite polar bear and the Coca-Cola one. He is also the only person who lives in Antarctica. He is the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Idol. I'm on the road again. <laughs> Happy to be here. Glad you're out there fighting a good fight of the coronavirus. So, as we have mentioned, this is now entering the ring. We have us, a great superstar. She has been all over the indies. You have seen her. You know who she is. Let's give it up for Ariella Nix. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we are mad excited to have you. So here's how it works, Ariella. We're going to have three questions for you, each of us. Then we also have the 10-count questions, which you don't have to think too much. First thought to your mind for each question, and it will just go from there. How's that sound? Sounds good. Let's do it. So the question we start off with every single time, who is Ariella next? Well, I am the answer to your prayers. Um, grew up in New York City, trying to be the toughest chick out there and trying to make a name for myself. <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> who's been some of your inspirations in the business? Um, oh, so many. Okay, so... Definitely my biggest inspiration, definitely Shawn Michaels, my favorite wrestler of all time. Sorry if that's one of your questions. So um, another big inspiration would be Sensational Sherry. Loved her growing up. Definitely like somebody I try to like, Im you know, imitate to a degree. You know, you don't want to like copy people, but she's definitely something that someone that has been a huge inspiration to me. Awesome. And then my favorite question to ask people, who or what has been your favorite fan interaction? Hmm. 
Hmm. Um, I don't know. I've been lucky, you know, I've met a lot of great fans. Um, um, the one for like a couple fans have brought like pictures and stuff from like different shows that like they've taken on their own and printed out for me. I thought that was really cool. I'm trying to think of like a different experience. I don't know. Um, like I said, I've been really lucky. All the fans have been really awesome. I don't know. Well, yeah, I would say that just like they've brought like a nice picture or something like that. Awesome. So we'll give it up to Kira. You can ask your questions now. Why did you start wrestling? Um, I grew up as a fan. I loved it since I was maybe four or five years old. Um, then a few years ago, a friend of mine was like, hey, you know, you're a huge wrestling fan. Why did you never train? And I was like, I don't know. Never thought I could do it. He was like, I believe in you. You could do it. I'm going to introduce you to my friend. And so that way you can try it, start training and see if you like it. How did you come up with your character? Um... So I wanted something, um, like when I first started, I was a manager, I wasn't actually a wrestler, and I wanted somebody, you know, just tough and strong, and a lot of people, it's funny, a lot of people, when they first meet me, because I'm very quiet and, like, reserved to myself, they think, oh, like, she's nasty, I don't like her, she has an attitude, but when they get to know me, they realize that, you know, it could be a really nice person, so I try to base my character off how people see me when they don't know me, just to get some heat and make people not like me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you weren't wrestling, what else would you be doing? Um, well, I do work a full-time job. I am a producer in TV, so I would be, I guess, 100% into that. But now my time is split 50-50 between my regular job and wrestling. Nice. Huh, interesting. So I guess now it's my turn. So, Thanks, so. Um, my first question for you would be, what was the worst bump you've ever taken in your career? Oh, hmm. Um, I remember, let's see. Like, been very fortunate, haven't gotten seriously hurt. I remember I took something. I don't even remember. I didn't even know what it was, but I had a bruise, literally, the size like this and you know you know because it was so big it lasted a few weeks so that was definitely one um yeah I would have to say that like I said I've been very fortunate um I haven't gotten hurt anything like that everybody that I've worked with has taken care of me so I've been very lucky you know everything you know something can always go wrong but for the most part I've been very fortunate Alrighty, uh, my next question for you would be, what would be the best advice you could give to up-and-coming wrestlers coming into the industry? Um, don't give up. It's hard. It's going to take a long time to get comfortable. Always stand your ground. You know, especially now you hear a lot of stories coming out. Um, don't be afraid to, like, speak your mind and to, like, hold your own. Okay, huh? Now, my last and final question for you would be, let's say we had a time machine and we simulated like five years. Where do you see yourself in the in the five years? Hopefully wrestling all over. Um, I really want to expand, you know, once Corona is over. I really want to wrestle like on the West Coast internationally. So hopefully in five years I'm doing that and making a name for myself all over.
She said, "Yeah, um, it would have to be like I guess when the Rockers debuted and seeing them. I can't say one specific match because I was so young. So, but watching them, especially Shawn Michaels, like I mentioned before, he's like my all-time favorite. Seeing him, like watching it with my dad, just watching him, I was like, he's great. I love this, and you know, having the time to spend it with my dad is what really got me into it." Second question, what's the top three You were breaking up, I'm sorry. Top three matches for what? Sorry. <laughs> oh, my dream matches. Um Daniel Bryan, Charlotte Flair, and Candice LeRae. And my last question is how would you like to be remembered? um just someone that worked hard you know always try to keep a positive attitude helped out as much as i can just known for being a good person in and out of the ring okay i guess it's my turn oh wait Uh, they did that joke already uh okay so my first question (laughs) what's the hardest you've ever been hit inside the wrestling ring oh man um hmm i don't know i mean i've taken some hits like some you know especially working with guys sometimes you know they they forget their strength it's funny like some guys will try to like you know soften up on purpose because i'm a woman i'm like no hit me you know teach you know like work with me the same way you work a dude and then you get hit and you're like, oh, <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't ask for that. But um, I, don't know, I can't think of a specific time, but yeah, some of the guys can hit really short. Even the girls too. I'm not even going to discredit the women because they can hit hard and they'll go because just woman versus woman. It's like, you could take it, boom. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, no, I thought one thing, um, Somebody, I forgot what the, um, I think it took like, a, like, you know, like the Daniel Bryan kicks and I had the wind knocked out of me for like two minutes. So that would be the hardest one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. My, my next question. What's the worst match you've ever been in? Ooh, worst match. Um, um, let's see. I would say all of them because I like hate myself. <laughs> no, I've worked with some great people, so definitely not like hating on anybody. Um, hmm, trying to think. Um, I don't know. That's hard. Like, I guess like some of my matches, especially starting out. You know, everybody's new, and you're not going to be good in the beginning. I don't have to think about that. I don't know. Um. Like I said, I'm like I'm so critical of all my matches. So like every time I watch myself, I'm like I'm horrible. But I don't know. I can't think of anything specific. I'm sorry. I'm stuck at this. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, my final question for you: uh, What's the biggest regret that you've had in your wrestling career? And if you don't have one in your wrestling career, then just in life. Um, I would say I wish I had started younger now when I was, you know, I grew up a wrestling fan, but I was never one of those that always wanted to be a wrestler. It was, I was like 28, 29 when I started training. So now in hindsight, I wish I would have started younger, but you know, everything happens for a reason. 
So. Well, now. <laughs> that concludes all of our three questions. Now we have the greatest segment, Psych, the second greatest segment on a three-count podcast, because, of course, the greatest segment is the Red Dogs Power Rankings. So with that being <laughs> said, we have the 10-count questions. Ariella, we have 10 questions for you. We're going to start our imaginary timer. Ding! I don't know if you guys saw, but it started. So, yeah. 10 questions. First thought that goes to your first thought that goes through your head. Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Favorite color? Blue. All right, we asked this question. It's already been answered. Favorite wrestler of all time? Shawn Michaels. <laughs> candy. Favorite what? Favorite candy. Ooh, um, Lemonheads. The last show you binge-watched? Money Heist. Nice. Too hot or too cold? Hot. Early bird or night, night owl? Night owl. Sprite or 7-Up? Sprite. And finally, everybody's favorite question, favorite curse word? Fuck. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Sorry. I know we got kids here. <laughs> Listen, I'm former military, all right? She's heard a lot of things around me. So oh, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that concludes our 10 questions. Kiki, you want to say why? bye? No, bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs> She's too cute. <laughs> I know. She's amazing. And right. she wants to be a future wrestler, so I'm always hyped about the way awesome. she does that thing. Yeah, so, oh, congratulations to her for finishing the third grade. I forgot to say that before. <laughs> she says thank you. Cool. <laughs> you. Out. <laughs> Out of the office. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. <laughs> Anything close the door, please? Oh, thank you. So lastly, I, I know, like, um, I asked you this question prior to us jumping on the call, um, or on the call, on the show. I know, like, you had um, recently voiced your opinion on a certain subject, so I just kind of want to get your thoughts and pro- thoughts on it. We also know, like, you had a story, too, that you shared, so I was just curious if, if you know, about, about you. Why don't you tell us your thoughts on everything that's kind of going on right now? Um, honestly, it's heartbreaking. Um... You know, there's a lot of uh, sexual assault cases coming out and things of that nature. And it's just really sad. And it, I know it's it goes beyond wrestling. I mean, we we're seeing the wrestling stories because we're in the business. But, you know, it's happening all over. And just reading some of these stories and like think like seeing that guys are like would do stuff like that. Like, I just don't get it. And, you know, it's far too common. They've gotten away with it. And women too, it's not all men. You know, I know it's always like the stereotype that only women get raped or God forbid, you know, something like that. But, you know, women are, you know, they do it too. And um, like, it just has to stop. And these people that have done these things, they need to get out of the business because that's not okay. Like, I don't want to go to a show and like, be worried that a guy is going to try to get at me or something when nobody's looking and, you know, puts the fans at risk. It puts talent at risk. So hopefully we could get these guys out and, you know, when wrestling fully returns, that it could just be a much safer environment for everybody. Yeah, I I agree. I think one of the things I found crazy was like your story in particular, right. Was like 
one, it was awesome to see the amount of support that you had received from just fans in general. The other part was how many people I didn't realize um, got their detective degree on Because <laughs> yes. like, you only put out, like, you didn't really put out a name. You put out just an event, and then everybody went in on, mm-hmm. that, on that subject. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, and then I made the mistake that, you know, made it easier for people to try to figure or think they figured it out. Because um, a friend of mine responded, and they were like, I hope this person's no longer in the business. And I was like, nope, he's in AEW on TV. You can see him every week. And because I thought it was a response, I didn't think people would see that tweet. But everybody saw that tweet, too. Of course, it's public. I should have known better. I mean, not that I care if they figure it out or they don't figure it out. I'm not trying to protect the person. But I told the story to support other women that have gone through similar stories. It wasn't meant to focus on the person that did this or whatever. Yeah, I found that, I found that wildest too. Like, it was just, I don't know. To me, it's like me just now entering the business and like, you know, I've, I've been through different aspects. I've seen this in all different aspects, right? From like, just like the civilian world and the military world, seeing it in the wrestling world, knowing that it's the stuff that's happened in like pro sports, it's in, in life. And it, you're right. Like the number one thing is like, this whole thing has to change. The whole culture has to change. Like just yeah. altogether. It's just ridiculous. And if, you know, whether you're helping someone hide a story or you know someone who, who did something or you did something personally, like, it was just, it's unbelievable that there's like this, um, I won't call it God complex, but it seems like people are just like, well, I did it once, I'm invincible, I could keep walking about it. And it's just like, why would you think something like that is okay? It's just, yeah, I don't want to understand no, it. You know, you, 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 God complex was right. No, you, you called it right. Exactly. exactly. You know, they think they're invincible because, especially that they've gotten away with it for so long. You know, some of these guys have been in the business 20 years and been doing it for 20 years. And it's like, oh, I got away with it, you know, and now it's finally coming to light. And they're just like, oh, like, what do I do now (laughs) type of thing? And of course, a lot of people trying to deny it. And it's like, you can't deny it, you know. And And I get the idea of like, you got to protect the business. But there's like a difference between like protecting the business and then like just burning it all to hell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, protect it from the awful people and get them out. That's what you need to do by protecting the business at this point. Facts. So much facts. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I I really do appreciate, I just, I know a lot of people have thrown out their support. Um, I speak on all of us here at the Three Count. We 100% support you. Thank you. you We just, I'm glad that you decided that you still wanted to come through on the show. I know, like, and I... I know you would have done it anyway because we asked you prior to all of this happening, but mm-hmm. at any time if you felt uncomfortable, we would have definitely understood like, hey, I don't want to come on the show because of what's going on. And we would have totally understood. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much just for like even just coming. Oh, on no, but, you know, this needs to be talked about. And, um, you know, so I appreciate you guys, you know, at least checking. That was really nice of you guys. And. Yeah, it really needs, we can't stop talking about it. And like with my story, like I, I know I mentioned to you before, I didn't expect it to get the traction that it did. And, you know, I'm mostly good support. You know, I got a couple of random, oh, you're faking, you're lying, you know, whatever. And if you don't believe me, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to lose any sleep because somebody doesn't believe that the story is true. It's true. And like when I mentioned before, like I was a fan when this happened, I wasn't in the business yet. So it's like, you know, like fans need to be protected too. Like, yeah, of course this wasn't at a show, but you know, these guys can't have this mentality anymore. And it's like, oh, I was drunk. Not an excuse, you know? So 
um, you know, I'm definitely open to talking about it and, you know, grateful that you guys had me on and I appreciate your support. It really means a lot. Well, I know, I guess guess we both said that we didn't want to make this like the focal point of the interview because I really Mm -hmm. just want this to be about you. So, you know, why don't you plug your socials? That way people know where to find you and then we can, you know, show more support. Sounds good. Um, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Ariella Next. It'll be easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome that it, it is that easy to find you. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, you know, that's that's us. That's, a, that's the program. That's the wrap. So you guys uh, continue following us on all your favorite social media platforms. You guys can find us on Instagram at the three count pod. You can find us on Twitter at the three count, uh, three count underscore pod. You can find us on YouTube at the Three Count Podcast, as well as Pro Wrestling Tees, where you can get this lovely t-shirt at <laughs> prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Three Count Podcast. So with that being said, I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller, here with the supervillain, here with the Napster, here with the Idol Master, here with the lovely Ariel and Nix. And you guys, be there or be somewhere else. <laughs> hey, guys. If you like this video, make sure you subscribe to our channel to get the best content from The Three Count. We're the best podcast out there. Don't let anyone tell you different. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Three Count Pod, as well as on Twitter at Three Count underscore pod.